welcome to a very special episode, a spoiler cast, a spoiler cast. We're back for a lovely special episode. Yeah. And what better spoiler cast to do than on the, <laughs> the latest movie of Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves, yeah. uh, directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly. Um, yeah. We're back with this, uh, and joining me uh, is our resident barbarian. It's Andy <laughs> Henry. <laughs> Hello, and <laughs> and he knows lots of spells and how to use them. It's our resident sorcerer slash wizard, maybe. Mm. I think maybe uh, Drew Toynbee. Hello there. Good to be back. Again, if it like we say, we're saying good to be back like so many different times. We've recorded four yeah. episodes before this comes yeah. out, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, good to be back. And it's I'm bringing out the rear as the face of the party. Uh, the obviously, uh, it's me, Ross. Hello, obviously, um, the guard, obviously, obviously. Um, so, yeah, we're here to talk to you guys about the Dungeons & Dragons movie, and uh, not to be mistaken for the um, old Dungeons & Dragons movie, which <laughs> starred Jeremy Irons, I believe. Oh, um, yes, it did. So, yeah, and... great. Great, though. That, that does, that does uh, that deserve a whole review or, or an actual <laughs> sequel pitch to that episode. That yeah. would be a good one. So to start off with, what we're going to do is we're going to go through... Um, we're going to do a little spoiler-free review for anyone that hasn't seen it and doesn't really want full spoilers, but just wants to know how we thought it was. And we'll give it a mark out of five, and then after that, we'll get straight into the meat and veg, the trail <laughs> rations, the... Um, the... the... <laughs> The uh, prestidigitation of yeah the cantrip no not yeah. the cantrip the 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 fifth level spell slots <laughs> fifth yeah. level fireball yeah so uh, let's go around the room i.e. this room in uh, Zoom uh, and see what we thought of this movie movie let's go with now let's go with Drew first because he is a big D and D fan as am yeah. I and as as Andy but we he is a DM. He's also a player. Um, he's done many campaigns. He's played in many games. Uh, what did you think of D&D? I had a really good time. I had such a good laugh with this film. Like, Chris Pine never fails to deliver. It's easy to forget how funny that dude is. And he's a great leading man for this movie. Really good stakes. The The fact that there is a major element of the driving force of this movie that hasn't been in any of the trailers that was a, a huge surprise was really, really nice. And I enjoyed that a lot. Michelle Rodriguez did a great job as kind of, you think that she's the, the straight man kind of Drax analog. Yeah. And then actually Reggie John Page shows up and is actually the completely straight-faced straight man who gets some really good laughs out of having no sense of humor. <laughs> um, Justice Smith 
is great. Although I've seen a few things saying like he even fooled he fooled Hugh Grant into thinking he was British, and it's like uh, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Like it's it's great. It's a really good comedy accent, and he does it very well. But come on, Hugh Grant's not being. Maybe Hugh Grant's <laughs> lived in America for too long. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, Sophia Lillis, like the 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 whole cast, great. Hugh Grant continuing his run of being like an evil old thespian, it, which he's just cornered yeah. the market in. Um, I loved it. It's not. It it hasn't changed my world. It's not. I I'd be I. It's not going to be the best film of this year, but it might well be one of the most fun. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Andy. Yeah, I agree with Drew. Hell of a fun film. Very. Um... Very yeah, very enjoyable. Like the special effects, whether it was actually like. Uh, the CGI or practical were really great. Uh, there's a scene in the beginning where Chris uh, Prime, uh, Prime, guess uh, I'm, I'm watching, it's because I'm watching Transformers, and I thought I was going to call him uh, Chris Prime. Um, Chris Pine <laughs> uh, is uh, talking to her like a council at the start and stuff, and there's a really good uh, practical creature, you know. Um, so I think yeah, we, we can we can say like that's not a spoiler. Oh no, maybe it is. It's kind yeah, of it I is. I, I yeah, 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 it is. So, um, but <laughs> I can say there's, there's a couple of those. Uh, the characters, yeah, characters were fun. As I say, it was. I'm not the biggest D and D person on the podcast. I played that a couple of times, but you guys are definitely more engrossed in it. Uh, I very, very, really enjoyed it. It's definitely. I kind of agree with Drew. Where it's it's not going to be the best film of the year or my favorite film of the year, um, but I definitely like when it comes on Netflix and stuff, I'll definitely check it out. Mm. My only, my only, and I guess it's kind of big is if you took, if you took the, like, if you, for me, not being a big Dungeons and Dragons, so kind of, I'll ask you guys in the, in the spoiler bit a bit more. If you, if I didn't see the name and I just went into this, I wouldn't have, I, I just kind of seen it as a standard fantasy. That's the only thing is kind of playing a yeah. bit of D and D. It would have been nice to, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't come up with the answer, you know, yet. There, um, that was something, sorry to butt in. That was something mm -hmm. that I w wanted to ask you guys. I, I thought might actually be genuinely like useful content for people listening to the spoiler free <laughs> bit as, as people who are familiar and in Ross and my case is very familiar with D and D that that familiarity added a great deal of enjoyment for me and how, I, I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, I went to see went to see the D and D movie. My wife came with me and she doesn't know D and D and she loved it as well. How do you think that it's still accessible for non D and D fans? Oh, I say definitely because um I, I mean I, I definitely played it, but I don't know D and D too well. So I put myself in the category maybe of don't know of and not a D and D fan. Like I mm. think if you went in as a partner of someone who really enjoyed D&D, you'll definitely enjoy it because it's a good, fun fantasy. It's light. There's a couple of stakes, but overall they're fine. Uh, there's really good characters. Yeah, Hugh Grant is nearly as good as, as his um, bad guy was in Paddington 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris Pine. Uh, Prime? Shit, fuck's sake. Chris Pine. Uh, Chris Pine is, is great. <laughs> Justice Smith is good. He definitely screams less than he did in, in Jurassic World, which I was yep. appreciative. 
His accent is good. His accent, you know, there's a couple of words sometimes where I'm like, uh, there you are. But why, 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 why? I know you can have like any kind of accent or voice in D&D, but why? Christian, why not just have a weird... I, I wonder it's if it... So... I, I wonder if it was because they were like, right, every other character in this world has a mm. British accent. And then we've got our four leads are all American. And they were like, oh, maybe one of them should be British. And Justice Smith was like, oh, I'll do it. That'll be funny. And he's got, there are some moments like it, the fact that his character has low self-esteem and he he gets the kind of sarcastic, oh, brilliant. Like he nails those. That's, yeah. I've heard all of us say exactly that and exactly that intonation. But yeah, I wonder if that's why, because they were just like, uh, we're every, everyone else is British guys, everyone. And then it's just Americans. Yeah. I'll give it to Chris uh, Hine as well. I uh, once I realised he was like, obviously the main, the lead, but his character was supposed to be kind of like a a devious scamp kind of type. I was a bit like, oh, can he pay that? Uh, can he actually play that and stuff? But then I completely forgot about fucking Star Trek and Kirk, <laughs> and he, uh, he easily easily fit into the role and stuff. So yeah, I was I was saying it was a whole. I was happy with the whole cast, everything about the film. It was just if you took a if you took the name away. Yeah, which I don't know if it, you know, it's good and bad in, in equal measures, I guess. I think, um, I think it was a, it was a good, it was a fun movie, like you guys have said. It's, it's, a, it's D and D light. It's, yeah. it's bringing, I like it because it's bringing D and D into mainstream media, like, you know, and it's bringing it to the world in terms of like all those people that haven't heard about it, haven't, no, don't know anything about it. It brings eyes to that, and anything that does that for me is great. And I mm. went to see it with one of my mates who doesn't play D and D at all, and he he enjoyed it. You know, I agree that um, for me, it's probably not gonna. It's never gonna. I don't think it's gonna be a, a historical movie that you'll always remember. You know, in the past, probably. But I think it's one of those movies where you may be with your mates and you might be like, should we have, should we put D and D on? And yes. it'll be, a, it'll yeah. be a fun movie to put on. They mm. nail like, they nail the party aspect of D and D really well. Like with the casting, you know, you've got the, you've got the, um, the bard who's like, you know, kind of like if you got if anybody that listens has ever listened to Critical Role. You've got like Scanlan, who's also kind of the bard and they're a bit tongue in cheek and there's like a bit of a rogue as well. And I think Chris Pine really nails that performance. Mm -hmm. um, the other guys are really good as well. They like, and yes, if you probably took out the names of places, the spells and anything else, you probably would say, yeah, it's just another generic fantasy movie. But I think... <laughs> But that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know? Well, no, because, like, generic fan, any kind of modern generic fantasy draws a direct lineage from Tolkien and D&D. Yeah. That's where it all comes from. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's an interesting thing where, in a lot of cases, I, would, I might feel a bit negative about a big recognisable brand name being slapped on a generic... And I don't... It, it's... I think it only the only ways in which it feels generic are because it is 
it is built on these fundamental building Epic blocks fa- of fantasy, fantasy of like yeah, high fantasy yeah. but actually i'm really glad that this is a D movie because it's enough in the zeitgeist from basically from stranger things stranger yeah. things making D super duper mainstream or far more mainstream has made it so that people will go oh D, oh yeah that does look interesting maybe i will i'll watch that trailer and then they'll go oh that does look quite fun and then they yeah. will go and see a good fun like family f- it's all it's basically a family film there's no yeah. blood it's just a funny high fantasy no blood adventure movie <laughs> and i think i think that's and it encapsulates what D D is about and that's to have fun mm-hmm. and like you know and i think they nailed that i mean they could have gone the whole route of making it uber serious and uber like no, this is going to be like we're going to put all the lore in of of uh, Faerun and stuff like that. But they they were like, no, all right, we'll we'll put in stuff for the fans yes. of this movie, but we will make this a universal film that people will enjoy. And you know, it will be a, des- a decisive film in terms of I think you know those uber D and D players who really really wanted it to explore more of Faerun, and there will be. People that will be like, actually, no, that was that was enough for me. Like, I think it it stroke stroke the balance really well. Well, as um, I say, it's this is there's so much you could do with D and D. I was thinking, would have this been better as a as a series, like a Netflix series or something? You always think things should <laughs> well, be yeah, a Netflix yeah. series. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's, 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 there's, there's so much you could have done. Yeah. But they've done that with Lord of the Rings. That's the thing. Yeah, like, I was, yeah, you know. was going to say, it would have been just kind of Game of Thrones like if they did do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also was thinking it'd be good if it was like, um, what was that, like a, that Bandersnatch Netflix thing? If they do it, you like you could choose. <laughs> choose yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Then it's basically D&D, but it's live action yeah. as well. But yeah. it, um, I, I think you, I think you make a really good point, Ross, that it, it, for people who play, there's i i've played in campaigns where it's where the where it's sort of grim and dark and the storyline is serious like for for people who know it or don't like you have the curse of strad where in this like really dark oppressive world yeah. and people can die and horrible thing anything can happen in dnd but even in those campaigns like just yeah. hysterical shit happens <laughs> yeah and you as people are in just floods of tears from laughing round a table with a beer or through a screen. And it nailed that. Like every time something went wrong for a character, particularly in like in a fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just in my mind, I just went, oh, they just rolled a crit fail. And like <laughs> the fact that everyone else had a British accent, my mind went, oh, that's because the DM's British yeah. and all the players are American. <laughs> Like it, it as a as a fan of D and D, it's I'm glad that people who aren't into it are still having a lot of fun with the movie, and I can see why. But as someone who is really into it, like seeing a wizard calling down meteors and being like, "Oh man, my wizard Theron <laughs> has cast that spell," yeah, and like yeah, being yeah. able to go, "Oh, they rolled a crit fail." Themba Shord the the chunky dragon from the trailers actually like <laughs> having having lore 
and backstory and yeah, uh, a fat dragon. yeah the the big fat dragon <laughs> which is a, such an inspired choice yeah, yeah. um, but yeah um, sorry ross i interrupted no no i was gonna um so do we do scores now or are we doing them after the full review i think scores now okay cool let i think i think there's enough there for you guys to you know if you haven't seen the movie to go off of and you know there's not much spoilers there i don't think um so yeah go check this movie out um and then come back and listen to our full spoiler cast of it yeah so let's go around and see what uh you know a little final thought and uh score out of five. Oh, sorry okay. i meant to i meant to <laughs> hand it over i was just <laughs> hosting um drew yeah go on let's go cool um I for me it's it, it's just it's a smack bang I'm giving it four. I'm giving it four chonky dragons out of five. It's mm-hmm. it's not perfect. There's for a world that feels so big, it it with that has so much promise, it feels a little bit insular sure. in some ways. Not that that's a problem necessarily, but that it, it, For you, it, it it was like a little note down, basically. Yeah, yeah kind of like I I'm I'm not holding this again. In terms of the film itself, structurally, it's really great. Like these guys did Game Night. They they know what they're doing. <laughs> they're funny people. Mm. But there's there I can't put my finger on why it's not just a five. It's just not quite. But it's it is a bang up solid four. It's super fun. I would really recommend everyone watch it, but it's not going to change the world. Yeah. Andy? Yeah, agree. I would say go watch it. You're going to have a good laugh. You're not going to come out and say that was a, a bit of a waste of money. Um, there was definitely some good funny moments that you'll take away. Um, but yeah, it's it will probably be, you'll probably forget it in a couple of weeks, but you'll enjoy <laughs> it while it's in your head. <laughs> so I'm going to give it... <laughs> Uh, four. Uh, 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 uh Holger. Holger. Is that, it's not El- yeah. Helga. Is it? Holger. Holger. Four Holger potatoes that she <laughs> loves to eat. Nice. Um. Yeah, I agree with all of the the above statements. It's a fun movie. Great casting. Great acting. Um, for me, the last act, uh, without spoiling it, was a bit long um and the only thing that would i wouldn't give it a five is i found the bad guy or the bad person uh pretty forgettable in terms of in terms of the the movie Mm. that for me but like that's not a knock and i like you know i still enjoyed it and i'm still gonna match you guys as well and say for um oh, how can i do a spoiler free <laughs> funny thing uh i <laughs> fucking hell i don't know um five five dms out of five there you go i can't think of anything <laughs> love it i can't think of anything uh so you, uh, no sorry four four out of five yeah four dms out of five not did i say five i can't remember anyway you... so yeah that averages out i guess at four it does indeed average it out for. There we go. So it's definitely four. a recommendation from us. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to go and see it and then head on 
and go now. We'll wait. Um, and we'll we'll just play D and D while you're going. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, yeah. So let's get into the meat and vegetables of this adventuring party, and let's mm-hmm. cast a spell to start speaking about this movie in full. Here we go. So I'm going to go through the entire synopsis. Um, you know, stop me at certain points if you want to. Um, talk about anything that you found great. I'm just going to start off by saying I saw this in the worst cinema screen I have ever seen. <laughs> I saw it in an Odeon Screen X film, uh, and that's the one where there's like projections on the sides of the wall. And that, oh, and yeah. that took away from it. For yeah, because it's, well, like, it's like watching a movie in a cockpit, because you're like, and it's only for <laughs> half the movie as well. Oh, so, no way. When, like, well, wow. there's only certain scenes that have been made for it. So, like, the big imagine, vistas, yeah, yeah. the big vistas are quite cool. But I kept looking at the, the projectors and the projector sides, like, the light, the light, the <laughs> brightness of those were brighter than the screen in the middle. So then you're just like, hmm, that looks a bit weird. So, and, and I paid $17.99 for it as well. And I was like, no. If it makes you feel better, Jeez. I paid I paid seventeen pounds because M was gonna come with me, but then was too tired and didn't, and I'd bought two tickets for, <laughs> oh, no. for this tight teeny you, weeny cinema in Barnstable. But you had this, you had those cool LED, you know, lights and stuff. You know, they yeah. were cool. <laughs> um, but so yeah, hey, that was I had a great experience. My fucking cinema was great. <laughs> my mate was like, <laughs> my mate was like, should we go see it in four DX? I was like, absolutely not. I do not want a ride. I don't want a ride when I'm watching a movie. Um, so yeah, so that was my only gripe about that. But anyway, let's get into it. Um, let's start this adventure off. So, prior to be being imprisoned, Bard Edgin, uh, Edgin Darvis spent years as a member of the Harpers, and that's our first D and D reference. Harpers yeah. are a uh gang or a organization in D. I remember playing um them in the Cult of the Dragon um yes. in that which was cool. So that was the first cool thing. I was like, oh yeah the Harpers, that's cool. Yeah. See I didn't even know that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah like saying the the Harpers faction as well like literally yeah. calling it a faction. And the the framing of him telling his backstory as well of like their their parole hearing is is just fucking jokes. It's yeah. so good. That Jonathan that, kind of joke is uh is still yeah, really good. Jo- Jonathan. Yeah, when he's, yeah. I love the names as well. All of the names are so like they're D&D. so D and D. Like someone yeah. there's everyone's <laughs> got their name like Forge Fitzwilliam. And um and then the the sorcerer is just called Simon because he couldn't think he just went oh he's Simon yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's he waiting for as well that he wants to speak to Jonathan that's John- it John- yeah. Jonathan the Aracocra like yeah. yeah and he's he's a I just want to know is is Jonathan coming because yeah. uh, like and it's those breaks of those that backstory there yeah he has, he has a plan Jonathan's gonna he's gonna use Jonathan somehow to get out but we the, we the audience don't yeah. know yet so yeah, yeah. It's just they just story. keep saying they keep saying he's gonna be he's going to be um he he's gonna be sympathetic to to the story and that but he says he's an Aracocra and so I was like oh what so why is a bird person gonna be so 
when's this story going to get to something that a bird person is going to be so moved by? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then like, oh, the bit and... where they're like, stop, um, get back, get back to get back to your statement. And and they're like, get back to it. Stop stalling. And so he skips back to like five minutes. Yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then they're like, you went back too far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> also, another thing that starts off as well is there is a lot of creature effects, like, and not oh. like, and not um, CGI. Like that yeah. dragon, that yeah. dragonborn is a, it's really there. Cool. They like, look really yeah. good. And the Aricocra. Yeah. There's. I've been. I. I yeah. wanted to shout this out. John. John Francis Daly, one of the directors at John F Daly on Twitter has just been tweeting out a bunch he's put out a bunch of tweets of all of the behind the scenes of how they did a bunch of this stuff and it's wicked oh, yeah that's They're, sick like mm. looking at all the the bit where Sophia Lillis goes through the portal into the it from later in the movie goes through the portal oh, into awesome the treasure bit. truck yeah yeah that they built the treasure truck with a uh and a, a door with a wall that opens and closes like a door so yeah. they could get the wide shot and they have the wall open then they just walk the camera inside and close the door behind the camera up amazing and then he's in there with it like it's that's it's great. The, the practical effects in this are really great mm. it's a bit yeah, it's, like, it, it's it's quite a good like because again it's very dnd to have that mixture of like actual serious uh, sadness along mixed with like humor because you know you've obviously got his wife being killed and like in that story and then a mixture of obviously the breaks and when he does the humor as well which is really cool yeah and the fact that everyone's dnd character has a tragic backstory everyone's always (laughs) has a tragic backstory yeah and that it's and again for someone this this will be a theme of this i'm sure but as someone who doesn't play that would just be like oh okay they've that that makes sense because it's kind of it is a trope in fiction that people have tragic backstories and that's why they end up in these lives but yeah that that blend of just bonkers stuff happening around it it's it's fab yeah and he is that this is the bit where he explains how he um where he was trying to get that um stone Obviously, then you meet the rest of the party, don't you? Like in the in the backstory, obviously you got yeah. Hugh Grant, and he's got a little bit of long hair and stuff. Yeah. Um, and she does that spell. I think it's a time slowing yeah, time spell, stop. time stop. Um, which is really cool. Like shot really well as well. Like that whole thing, and he just watches them go off, and then they they're obviously captured. Um, and then eventually, obviously the bird person comes in. And yeah, and then the you think that it's gonna be some like they're like friends. No, he just pushes <laughs> them out of a window yeah. and uses them and then and then as as he's falling, they say, Oh, we were gonna we were gonna pardon. pardon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is good. Um and then, then are yeah. they are they later wanted because they escaped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. good. Yeah. Uh, so um so they're wandering around they go to where do they go after that they go somewhere but i can't remember where well so they they travel they so we in the backstory we found out that chris pine had a has a daughter kira and mm. his wife died when she was like 
two months old or like still very, very, very little. And so when they got captured, he asked Hugh Grant to look after his daughter. So they, they go back to the house and they're not there. And then they just, they happen to find a poster that just has Hugh Grant's face yeah. on it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, he's the, he's the Lord of Neverwinter now. And it's, and again, all any of these times <laughs> where I was like, oh, that's a bit convenient. The voice in my head just went, that's how a DM would do it, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how it works in D anD. I, 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 I would love to know if they played any sessions to come up with, mm. with ideas for how things happen in this movie. I, I'm sure they didn't, but like, the idea of playing a campaign of D anD. D and then transcribing that into an actual story has crossed my mind so many times. Yeah, and Critical Role have done it now. But it, it, yeah. So then, then they end up having to travel to Neverwinter to meet Forge. Yeah, and then they find out that Forge has been taking care of Kira, which is Chris Pine's daughter, and has convinced um, her that Edgin's greed and selfishness led to his arrest, claiming that the tablet that they tried to get with the Tablet of Resurrection wasn't actually the Tablet of Resurrection; it was a Tablet of Enrichment as well. So Safina is revealed to be a red wizard of Thay, another D and D reference. The bad, bad wizards of Thay, um, which is again really cool to bring in that lore of like Thay and how mental that like region is as well. Yeah, um, yeah, which is cool. Um, and then uh, she and Forge deliberately orchestrate their capture. Um, so Fina uh, attempts to have Edgin and Holger executed, um, but they escape with a really cool fight scene. Uh, yeah. Holger does a really the fight scenes in this are really good. Like yeah, they're great. Yeah, really. like and again, Chris Pine really great character work where he's just trying to get free um, by cutting his binds, <laughs> not really doing anything. Um, On like the steps or something at one point, wasn't yeah. it? Like. Yeah, well, funny. and yeah. the fact that they cut back to him at one point, and he's he's trying to cut his ropes on a sword, but is still yeah. failing to do it, yeah. and that I yeah Crit that one. made me yeah, laugh Crit so fail, much. That's quite funny. So they escape and they get out of Neverwinter. How good was the soundtrack as well? The soundtrack was really good. That reminded me yeah, of like yeah, uh, really good. What actually would I? I remember sometimes when uh when you've DM Drew and stuff, and you've uh had a soundtrack for when we are in a fight. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is what I can imagine as well. It's not too heavy, but it's still like a bit suspenseful and stuff. That's really yeah. good. So they leave like Neverwinter mm. uh, defeated. They're like, oh no. But then they decide <laughs> to rob Forge's vault and bring Kira and bring Kira home with them during the upcoming High Sun Games at the stadium. Um, mm. needing the tablet to prove the, their reasons for committing the original crime. Um, so, yeah, so they basically they basically use this idea to go into the vault and steal the, the stone and also get Chris Pine's daughter back. It's very simple. Just we, we've got a heist movie. Yeah. yeah. It turns get into the, a heist movie. Yeah. Um, is the High Sun Games in the actual? Is it in? Uh, there must be a lore of it about it in Neverwinter, um, in D and D 
mythology. I assume so. Um, um, if you put in High Sun Games Neverwinter. Oh, yeah, it is. It is a thing, apparently. That's cool. I thought yeah. it might. Um, the gladiatorial games have previously been banned, but Ford. Oh, also, shout out to um, Hugh Grant's performance in this. He's got yeah. this real knack of like using this. His basically his character from The Gentleman. Like yeah. he's now yeah. like incorp- incorporated that in every character that he now does. <laughs> um, I like the bit with the tea where he meets Chris Pine and like he's like, yeah. oh, it's bloody scorching. <laughs> so it's random. Scorching hot. And then she goes, Would you mind? And then she dips her finger in and he's like, uh, No, I didn't think you were going to put your. I'll have it. I'll have it later. Um, <laughs> that's quite funny. Um, the, um, the, line, the line later where um, he's got Edgin captured and he's like, oh, I don't want to see you die. And so that's why I'm going to leave the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, um, but uh, yeah, Forge re- reinstates the games so that he can bring, he promises like tourists and money to Neverwinter. Um, Edgin and Holger track down Simon. Um, who was part of their gang before um, to help. And in that scene, he's doing, he's, he's swindling some uh, of these people that he's basically trying to show them magic. Um, He makes the smell of fresh cut grass. uh, One of the spells that he does, but actually he's, um, you're stealing all their stuff from their pockets. Um, Then a, a, fight ensues when they find out that he's been stealing their stuff and then they escape and then he does these I, th- I can't remember what the spell's called but it's anti-gravity basically isn't it yeah like, gra- gravity flip or something yeah which is really cool actually like it, it looks really cool yeah um they they meet up with simon they say hey how you doing um and then he suggests that they need to uh, recruit doric a tiefling druid um, who once reject rejected him romantically? Who um, is, of course, Sophia Lillis from Stranger? Th- no, not Stranger Things from It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is cool casting. Mm. Um, yeah, and they've given her. She's a, she's a tiefling, so she's part she's part demon. So she has a tail. So that's in there for all the furries have got. She's got horns yeah. and a tail. Yeah. So yeah. That's there for them. If, if the so, dragonborn and the tabaxi aren't doing it for yeah, already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that the bit where we see the tabaxi as well? They're giving, like, uh, escaping not, from the fish. Not quite yet. The, that bit's great. Yeah, as well. yeah. Um, sorry. Anyway, so yeah, so they meet up with, <coughs> well, they meet up with Doric and um, they get her to infiltrate the... Um, the castle again, the Forge's, Forge's castle. But then um, the the bad lady, what is her name? Fuck me, I'm so, bad at this. I, 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 keep, I just remembered it as Sophia. Yeah. Sophina. 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 So, so Sophina senses someone using magic and she's using animal shape-shifting and recognises that she is a fly, which is 
it like it's quite creepy. Like she just points at the ceiling, goes, yes. yells, yeah, and screams. It's yeah, really. I was just like, geez. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, she recognizes a fly, and there's an amazing escape where she escapes as different animals. I mean, her was spell it all, was. Was it all one shot? Yeah, I felt I like it was so. a one-shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she would have used good, all of yeah. her spell slots yeah. up. I yeah. mean, there was no way that she had enough spells to change into that many animals. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> she changed in, she was uh, the fly and then a rat and then something else and then a deer, wasn't she? And all I could yeah. think was just like, just fly eagle. rat. Eagle. eagle. No, she yeah, becomes. She, she was, becomes. She was an, an eagle. eagle. Why don't you fly away? You'll become an yeah, ant. They, they were or shooting like, arrows at her. Become an ant. Yeah, man. Yeah, but an ant's too slow, <laughs> and then Sophia no, will catch up concrete. and, yeah, and cast detect magic again, and be like, "She's down there," and just blow up the room. <laughs> yeah. She's dead. Um. So, Doric learns that in this vault, it is being protected by a, a Mordekainen's um seal, or like a really powerful spell from Mordekainen. Uh, Drew, do you know who Mordekainen is? I I'm yes I I can't I I know that I've been involved in a campaign when Morden Kanan has come up I can't I actually can't remember exactly but I think he's isn't he just a powerful I know there's loads of books on him and stuff I think he's just a powerful wizard yeah. or somebody somebody along, anyway yeah D and D folklore yeah great um, <laughs> so they learn about that it's a really powerful. Um, it's a really powerful spell that they would have to use, but Simon doesn't think that he could do like dispel it, uh, and he lacks the power. So Simon proposes the MacGuffin of the movie um, <laughs> that they go get this magic relic, uh, the Helm of Disjunction, um, that could disable the um, the lock on the on the door. Um, so they travel to an old graveyard, which is really good. It's a really yeah. funny scene. Uh, so scene, they travel yeah. to the graveyard in which um, they try to learn about this helm because it was in an old battle. It was used in an old battle. So they go to the old battle where all the graves are um, and they all ask <laughs> Holger's um, ancestors where to find it. Um, because, Simon, yeah, yeah, Simon, ha Simon has a He's spell, a magic, yeah, it... <laughs> that, that allows you to speak to a corpse, and you can ask five questions, and then they die again, and they can never be revived again. Yeah, and they, and, and I the mean, fact in... that Sophia Lillis goes, "Why is why it five? Is it five? That seems yeah. arbitrary." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Because I think that is a thing in D and D as well that you can only ask five. Yeah, questions. yeah, yeah, it is. And, so that's why it's good because it yeah, is arbitrary <laughs> about why. Why is it five? No one yeah. knows. Uh, so Simon resurrects the dead with a talisman mm. long enough for them to answer five questions. The corpses. Well, they do. They do the first classic yeah. joke where yeah, they, yeah. They, they ask all the the wrong five questions, and they, well, no, well, they no, ask one or two, and then they, they they ask him one question, but then asking each other questions, the corpse yeah. responds to all of them and then just dies. <laughs> and it's it's the pace the the comedy pacing of it is yeah, yeah, yeah. so good it's so <laughs> freaking like, it's good classic but they do it What's well your favorite yeah. color um red yeah that's, <laughs> and um and then they they reveal that um they gave the helm yeah, through flashbacks of the battle that they gave the helm to 
Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they have to question so many corpses. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's and, also a point. It's, it's funny how when they tell the story, they literally tell the story, and we see the story right up until their death, which I quite I think is quite yeah. funny. Like they're telling, yeah. and then the head gets cut off, and you like the story almost just shuts yeah. down. Or the guy that like, just well, I can't remember anything else. Yeah, the guy the that guy slipped that and gets... hit his head on the bar. <laughs> yeah. and, like, yeah. and again, it's just where were you in the battle? D&D. Yeah. But they have uh, to ask you five uh, questions before you come out. That's where they're like, yeah. well, what's your favorite color? Wait, wait. Like, Ooh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> wait, wait, where are you going? Are you just going to leave me like this? <laughs> did, uh, did you guys okay. stay for the mid credit scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I great. didn't actually. It's it's just a callback to the final one that they don't ask all five questions to. And he's yeah. still just sat there like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone there? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they learn that they gave the helm to Zenk Yandar, a paladin who fled his country of Thay when the Red Wizards turned his people into an undead army, which was, again, That quite was scary. pretty horrifying. Yeah, when he's running away as a kid and then he just looks at the, ga- the red mist. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so they leave one corpse still alive, not having asked it the full five <laughs> questions. Um, Poor guy. There was, uh, yeah. I don't... Hold on. Is there... Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. All right, we won't. We're back. We're back. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. I was just looking back. I was looking forward and seeing if it mentioned something that I'm going to talk about in a sec. Anyway, Zenk... Is it Zenk? Zek? Zek? Zenk? Zenk, after forcing Edgin to swear to distribute any... um... So, yeah, they meet up with Zenk eventually. Uh, They find him. He is the typical he is a paladin right yeah he's he's lawful good yeah he has no (laughs) sense of humor yeah it's it's so perfect yeah yeah. his expression changes at all actually does it yeah no and like there is there's a little bit where they're walking through caves in a bit and chris pine's complaining about him and he's like i can hear you then chris pine goes how did he hear that then he goes i can still hear you and chris pine goes i hate you and you see, yeah. and you just see him smile a bit, and it's nice yeah. that they humanize yeah. him a little bit. But that, again, we've all I've played characters like this where round the table you're still having fun, but then when you're playing the character, you're like, oh man, I'm lawful good. Yeah, I've just gotta just gotta follow <laughs> the rules and and be good yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's but always it's bad hysterical. to be chaotic, new neutral, yeah. chaotic. Yeah. yeah, at least chaotic he good. Was, yeah, uh, he was a, he was well, a good. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bridgerton guy, wasn't it? Red Reggie John Page. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just he was really good up against Pine. They had a really good back and forth, and there. Yeah. For, for two people, I guess that's never worked together as well. It's just like like, like I, I thought they had a really good chemistry. And when like I guess when we, when he leaves, we will talk about the whole rock thing because that was hilarious. Like that for <laughs> me maybe was the biggest laugh in the movie. But yeah, he's so, for a bit. <laughs> so Zenk like after he agrees to help them, but he forces Edgin to swear to distribute any of the gained booty from the um from the the vault to the people um and then guides the group through the underdark to retrieve the helm uh, he makes so that... swear. doesn't he swear on like the harper bible or something yes or, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 because yeah. he knows he's a harper or he was a harper or something yeah. yeah yeah um so they use um a teleportation staff uh to get to which is just uh, portal it looks yeah, exactly yeah. like Portal. The yeah, game yeah, which is yeah. amazing. Um, and this is obtained by Holger's halfling <laughs> ex-husband. Uh, shout out 
to uh, Bradley Cooper in yeah. the best make... cameo <laughs> of many, many years. Yeah. So um, great. And they really encapsulated what halflings look like. They don't like they didn't make them look like little children or anything. That it was just it's just a tiny a, person. Yeah, it's literally a human, but just really small. Yeah. Um it looked like they did the the effect the same way they did Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah. yeah. But, but the fact that there's there's the laugh that he's tiny mm. and that he clearly has a type because he used to be with Holger and now he's with another enormous sort of yeah. gruff woman. But the fact that actually it's a it's desperately sweet and he plays it completely straight. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's this actually really quite affecting story that Holger was banished from her barbarian tribe because she wanted to be with him. And but then she was so distraught that she had been banished by her family that she couldn't ever commit to the relationship and that's what led to it ending. And and it's played so straight and he's just a lovely sweet man. Yeah, but yeah. he's teeny weeny. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a really nice scene as well. Like, you know, she gets she gets the staff um and then they go and they use the they go down and they get use the um the staff uh, they use the staff because they get to a typical D trap and reggie john page is right is like okay this is a no a, a fiendish gnomish trap and what you must do is for the first half of the bridge <laughs> you must step only on odd numbers and with yeah. every fifth step you must you must then move laterally. It does not matter which way you move laterally, but you must move laterally once the first and the last are on the bridge. Equidistant. And then, and and, then you and must the go to half. odd. Then you must go to odd numbers. Yeah. And uh, just that typical overcomplicated thing. And then um and then Justice Smith make like steps uh, yeah. like steps on it. He's like, I didn't realize that this was where the bridge officially started. <laughs> And then, uh, luckily, they just realised that the walking stick is a portal gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they <laughs> they bamf across, they find the helm, and then some Thean assassins come down, sent from uh, what's her face, Safina, um, and they start running away. Well, actually, they tried they kill them, but then they end up. Re like basically go coming back alive again because they're already dead, um, and then they yeah. run up this hill filled with bones and skulls towards this giant cave, and in the cave <laughs> there is Thembanshard, Thembanshard, uh, Shard, uh, a pudgy red dragon, which is actually <laughs> from D and D as well. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, I just thought and it was yeah. a fat dragon. <laughs> I was I was reading up around this as well because I'd heard someone say like Thembershord is actually in the lore and he's in the Underdark. But then I was reading uh, reading the backstory and it's like he's in a he exists in a different city in the Underdark and his whole backstory is that he's a red dragon used by dark dwarves to uh, power their forges to do their metalworking. And they always have a red dragon. And once the red dragons get too big because they're inherently evil, they kill them and bring in a new one. But it's a different city. And then they have. And so and there was all this speculation of like, oh, why is it a different city? And then in the movie, they have a line where they're like, he's found a new lair. And yeah. just all of that is just it's so good. It's so yeah. good. So they managed, the, you know, they do the old 
uh, there's a platform. It goes up when uh, the fat dragon's on the end of it. And um, but yeah, like it was. It's a really good action scene when they're trying to yeah. escape. Um, yeah. And they escape. They get to a beach. Uh, Jean Page says bye because um, he's just walks he's, off. Yeah, he just walks yeah, off just, in a straight line. In a straight line. And he goes. Oh, he's coming to a. He's coming to a rock. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna go around it? He's gonna nope. move. He's gonna go nope. there. Walk, walk straight over. Walk straight over it. Straight over. <laughs> uh, that was good. Um, yeah. that was, which again, well, I funny, thought yeah. he was going to be in the whole movie, like the yeah, whole movie. Exactly. Yeah. He's he's, he's in it's... it for like twenty minutes, and yeah. then he leaves. He comes, comes back at the end for a bit, and then yeah. yeah. What well, uh, hmm. I? Um. So then he they then oh, um, again, Andy. It's having never DM'd, you wouldn't know, but sometimes you need to introduce. Uh, an NPC oh, yes, yeah, who's yeah. who's a, a powerful just... high level NPC who comes along for a bit, but then the DM's like, "Well, you can't stay around forever because yeah. that it would make everything so else too he's easy." Off. So <laughs> he he walks off, and they're like, "Aren't you going to come?" And he's just like, "This is your quest." The like the the most non answer, <laughs> yeah, the most D and D non answer ever, yeah. and then just wanders yeah. off. And yeah. the party's like, "Well, fuck, okay." <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so then Simon tries to master the helm. Um, so he puts it on, he sees himself, I believe, as a, like well, an older, but like, I think he doesn't know yet. He, so they, he sees they an ancestor, say, he thinks, something. yeah, they say in the movie that he's he's because, in again, in the lore of D&D, there are different ways that you access magic, and wizards have to traditionally do it through a spell book. Although um, Safina doesn't have a spell book, so po points over that. Maybe that's why I took a point off because she doesn't have a spell book. <laughs> yeah, have a spell yeah. book. But sorcerers get it through like their bloodline, yeah. and he and so he's descended from this great sorcerer. And whether it like this, this was one bit that I. Uh, and this was another bit that I like. It's fine, it's but it's very, very standard. Like Edgin spends the whole time basically being like, "You, you have no self confidence." He's like, "Yeah, I know that," and he's just like, "You've got to believe in yourself." He's trying to be a bard and trying to give bardic inspiration and be like, "No, you can do this." And the crux of the whole story is he just he has to believe in himself. Yeah. Uh, in order, he he it, he was the only one standing in his own way. And it, they just make that the most literal way possible, and it was just it felt a little bit, it felt a wee bit cheap. It felt like they they went it, again. It felt like the 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 party got this item, and the DM was like, "Oh, this is insanely powerful. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't let them use this magic item until they actually yeah. need to use it." Yeah. And so they just had to come up with some bullshit, and yeah. it, it's. Again, the freight if this wasn't called D and D, I would be marking this film down so much for this. <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, it's because the DM couldn't the DM had to not let them have it for a bit, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What I really want from this movie is the Lego movie framework where you pull out and you see the DM and the people yeah. actually playing. That's, yeah. Like I don't want that, but I also kind of do. Yeah, I think they could possibly do that with the sequel but we'll talk mm. about that at the end yes um, sorry i keep interrupting no that no, is no, the no. point i'm, I'm not yeah. gonna apologize <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so he tra has trouble uh tuning with this helm so then um uh what is his i'm so bad with these names um chris pine 
Edgin. Edgin. Edgin decides to make another plan of uh, using the portal staff to just portal into um, into the vault. By but they learn they kind of like come up with this plan to get some treasure to get into the vault. Yeah. So in in when Doric first infiltrates the castle. She learns, or may, maybe Hugh Grant tells them when. No, he does. He tells them when they first get there, and he's like, "The yeah. the, the wealthiest men from Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep are coming, with all with their fortunes to bet on the games." And so they remember that that's happening, and so they're like, "Ah, oh, but we. So what if we put the portal on? Well, let's use the portal to get in the vault." And Simon's like, "I told you, you can only if you got you can't use it if you can't see into the vault." And then they're like, oh, but wait, they're bringing treasure on caravans and they're trying to stop people put, taking treasure out of the caravans, but they're not going to be trying to stop people putting something in the caravan. Yeah. So <laughs> so Edgin hides in the middle of the road. Yeah, under, under some leaves. Some, under under some leaves. a carpet of leaves, yeah. Um, so, yes, <laughs> which is a bit I weird. Mean, but, yeah, most, you know, it's pile of leaves ever. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, if they didn't see the pile of leaves, they saw him like putting, like, like sitting back down and then putting the couple of leaves back over him. They couldn't have <laughs> yeah, missed that. Yeah. That was so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so they met. So they get this. Um, they get this uh, frame. This put this uh, picture frame. They cut out the um, the the circle where the uh, canvas is, and they bamf a portal onto the frame, and then they stick it underneath. Uh, so Edgin <laughs> sticks it underneath the caravan, yeah. and then yeah, then the scene that Drew was talking about uh, in the making of, they do this really cool scene where, so they bamf another portal where they are, and then they tr smash the the underneath the of the floorboards mm -hmm. of the caravan, get in, and she, um, Del, Doric. Doric uh, <laughs> does that cool shot, obviously, where she flips from the grass hill to mm. inside the caravan. Then, she, yeah, then they put this thing in. Then they, yeah, it's really like really interesting way of doing it because I was like, yeah. how the fuck are they going to do this? Um, <laughs> well, like, I guess they use that portal thing really well. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great plan, and then great, and that, like that was really well done. Everything like that. But as soon as they cut out that canvas with like obviously a sharp knife. And then they they stuck the canvas. They put the portal on. Then they stuck the canvas back down with like or gum or something, didn't they? Yeah. And it was just like you can obviously tell if a canvas has been cut. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, like, the sides would be like crawling. Like I know it's like obviously logical thinking, hey, but I was like, rule, rule can you imagine cool. someone just being like, yeah, "What the fuck's cool. happened to my picture?" Rule of yeah. cool, yeah. If your <laughs> players came up with that idea, I'd be like, "Yeah, that is fucking yeah, sick. yeah, exactly." Yeah. And like, they should have actually, uh, well, I said they should have uh, taken the eyes out of the portrait, and then they would be able to look through. <laughs> uh, speaking of the portrait, I really enjoyed that the the guy in the portrait is an actor called Paul Shear, who is yeah. one of the big Hollywood nerds who loves D and D, oh, which yeah. I thought, which yeah, I, smile, yeah, it was quite I spent the whole movie waiting for Vin Diesel and um, and who played Deadshot the. Uh, uh, oh no um, no no no! Uh, not Deadshot then. Um, oh, oh, 
Someone, Joe, Joe, Joe Manginello. I I can't believe that they didn't at least get cameos in this. Like I know Vin Diesel is. Or Matt Mercer. I was expecting Matt Mercer to be in it. Um, but yeah, like really cool, inventive way of doing this, like little heist. So then they, um, yeah. So then the 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 portrait gets put into the um into the vault. We we this is weird though, because then they come up with another. Like they they just go into the city anyway. Like so, there's like two plans. There's one. The guys are trying to get. So yeah. So it ends up they put the painting in the vault, but it falls down on on its face, so they mm. can't get into the <laughs> vault. Um, so she tries to chip away, but then Doric and no, sorry. Uh, oh, hold on, I've si- lost me. Simon, so, so Simon and Holger. So Doric stays to try and chip a hole in the stone floor where yes. the portrait's fallen down so that she can turn into a worm and crawl through. Yes. But because time's running out, so Edgin is still going to go and try and find his daughter, and Holger and Simon are going to find the door to just try and use the helm anyway. Yeah. Even though Simon can't, hasn't been able to use it. Yes. So um, Simon and Holger infiltrate the magically sealed door, but find the room behind it, Empty except for a magical trap. Um, the whole group is captured and forced to participate in the games that are going on. <laughs> um, but man, uh, but they manage to escape. So yeah, this whole scene is really cool. Like um, a really cool. You, I don't know what creature it is that they use as the the panther. Displacer beast. Displacer beast. So that's it. And another. Um, intro and they've got a trapped um chest as well, which is cool. That like yeah. tries to eat them, yeah. Um, and they've got the cube, I don't yeah, gelatinous cube, yeah, which, <laughs> which slowly dissolves them. Um, and they use the gelatinous cube to get out and it falls back down. And you see the skull of like the burning corpse of the person that got put in it before, yeah. Um, but the maze she... is awesome as well when it falls and stuff. So the what's yeah. cool? what that panther called? Displacer beast. Just yeah, like obviously. So you got to get to the end of the maze before the maze walls collapse, and then the beast can easily get you. Like that's a cool. Yeah. I don't know. It must have been done in other things. I can't remember. But yeah, There's, there was a, a reference that I forgot to mention. Um, I, I think so. I think the scream when she detects magic and finds Doric as a fly and does that scream. Um, mm. That felt like, oh my god! Okay, well, That's forget spell. that. I think that was a reference to. I want to know. It's not the frighteners, um, the pod people. Anyway, but when they're running away from Thembershaw, the dragon and Doric, they they leap and they grab onto a thing and it collapses and she's hanging by her fingertips and Thembershaw has fallen down and then gets up and jumps up and snaps at her foot, was the raptor um, about yeah, to bite yeah, yeah, his yeah, leg yeah, from yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, and cool. I, that has to have been intentional. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they escape the games and then... Um, right, that reminded me of the boat full of treasure that actually... So Forge, Forge, yeah, so... Won, Forge is stealing the treasure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doric discovers that Forge has loaded the treasure onto the boat that has been brought to him um, and is preparing to flee the city. 
Um, with the city. So the group steals the boat for themselves and rescues Kira from Forge, who threatened Kira's life. Um, As they escape, the group realizes that Safina organized the games to draw a massive crowd and turn them into an undead army using the same curse that destroyed Thay. The group returns and transports Forge's (laughs) shit, uh, stolen riches out of the boat uh, and on top of a hot air balloon with the mouth as the portal. And then as the, the riches get spread across the city um and then people start running out of the the games instead of being there so then uh <laughs> safina's like what the nice fuck's little... going on <laughs> yeah there's a nice little touch is coming out of his mouth <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Like... um so the group yeah so um outraged at her defeat safina then starts to attack the group and then we get the last sort of fight scene I, um, which is really good yeah the 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 big the final big fight was really great and pardon me again as a D person she she's using she's not it's not apparate but she's using a teleportation spell yeah and then she casts it must be animate object on the dragon statue but and this this is where it gets super nerdy Animate objects is a concentration yeah. spell, so yeah, she can't yeah. cast any other spells. Um, and and then if she takes damage, it breaks the concentration, and so she keeps it, dodging the attacks. Yeah. But then her concentration gets broken by Doric, which stops the dragon. And I was I was nerding out so hard <laughs> yeah. that they that they really did use D and D format and rules. The the rules of the fight were followed. And mage big, hand as well. No, was that, was, that was Big B's Big B's magic hand, oh. and they have a Big B's magic hand thumb war. It's yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a. I didn't expect that for a third act big fight. Uh, like the directors and stuff going like, how can we make this different? Basically, two hands grappling each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hands. But it's 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 an iconic spell. And again, the fact that um the fact that Simon Simon gets launched through the air and uses Big B's magic hand to catch him before that he hits good. the ground yeah, and the fact cool. that again my wizard theron who i've who i started playing in 2016 mm. and still occasionally get to play going on now has has used bigby's magic hand to fly around on and cast spells off just, it just <laughs> i was squealing i was so happy well, as well you just said something about being the, the, the fights were authentic to like real D or something didn't you and i de- disagree to a degree disagree yeah. highly then because everyone attacked at the same time no one like kind of you know did an attack and then waited for everyone I mean, else to everyone do their everyone does, and then everyone, moved and everyone then... does attack in dnd yes in the fiction of dnd everyone i was really wanting time. to somehow if they could just do something where like chris pine attacks and then stays and then like <laughs> justice smith attacks yeah. and stays where he is or something like i i did think the same thing like when <laughs> um there's the both of holger's big fight solo fights against gangs of guards i was like oh well but in real D, like she's lost this fight because there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's 12 of them who would all have a turn before she does mm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> they clearly couldn't be that beholden to it but yeah um, I, I am with you there Andy. so then safina does her uber spell which is the time stop 
However, it fails when um, Simon nullifies it, allowing Kira to use an invisibility pendant um, Edgin and Holger gave her as a child to place in an anti-magic uh, to place an anti-magic bracelet on Safina. Yeah, um, yeah. Then... See, as well, that's the only thing as well. I like the time stop thing. I like they did the time stop in the beginning and it worked, and they do the time stop this time. And um, so Safina walks up to Chris Pine. And it's like, ah, I got you. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna fucking beat you. And then he like literally just like kind of blinks and then looks and goes, ah, no, we got you. It's because Justice like, Smith your can now can really stinks. Yeah, <laughs> but like, it was, yeah, I didn't think obviously too logical, or whatever like that. But I was like, wouldn't a great like red witch know the pa- the spell wouldn't work or that they're not they're not actually frozen? Wouldn't have she kind of spidey sensed something? And then maybe. Uh, maybe that's too logical maybe but yeah it was good yeah. but i was just at the end i was a bit like oh she would have noticed she turns into <laughs> pretty she turns pretty horrifying like with her yeah. when her face starts to just yeah uh, for like and she goes all fucking horrible Litchy. um yeah um and then safina's defeated uh and then doric turns into an owlbear and absolutely mauls her to death um, and Hulk then, style. yeah, she does a Hulk. She yeah, very, then, it's very Hulk like. The games are as well remind me of Thor Ragnarok as well. <laughs> I yeah. was a bit like, oh, sweet. I thought it was going to be Chris Pine versus, uh, yeah, the Hulk. And then she's just crushed to death by falling debris as well. Yeah. Just as a, it had so, that's someone rolled a 20. <laughs> well, yeah, and to, yeah. it, because I, I was very much like, oh, are they, that's ambiguous. Like she, she might not be dead, and, so, and then they just drop a load of masonry on. Her. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, no, she's yeah, she's dead now. Yeah, Holger, though, however, is badly and fatally injured in battle, and oh, and they also explain that if you're stabbed by a Thean dagger, you cannot be resurrected because literally everyone in D and D. De- death doesn't matter because yeah as long literally... as you're rich enough yeah yeah as long as you're rich enough you can afford to buy a resurrection stone to just come back alive again but unfortunately she can't because she's been stabbed by a Thean dagger um so edgin and kira used the tablet the tablet of resurrection that they got from the um from the from the vault vault I can't think of that word for some reason. <laughs> Keeps escaping my head. Um, yeah, they use the the tablet from the vault um, to. They look at each other. They say, "Do you want me to use this?" And she's like, "Yeah." Yeah. And so they use well, it to bring. Um, they don't bring or- the mum back because earlier there's a flashback where she's the mum basically. Or Chris Pine's wife says, "You got like you gotta let me go." Isn't it? Well, yeah. So there's a there's there's a dragonfly, which is mm. a repeated motif through the film. It, it shows yeah. up when yeah. when he's thinking about his wife, and it turns out there was one in their house when they were and fifteen he was years younger. Of it. I mean, yeah. Come of a dragonfly, like what the hell? He's, he's creeped out least, by it. Make it a mythical a mythical fly that looks a bit creepy. That'd be fine. But it was literally <laughs> yeah. a dragonfly. I was like, who's yeah, scared of him? Like, that's part of the reason why it's so like this bard who like okay, he, uh, maybe, he yeah. tends to be like this. He <laughs> he's tends scared. to be the yeah, but he's scared of this dragonfly. Yeah, yeah so he, he sees the dragonfly again flying mm-hmm. around, and then he kind of accepts that he needs to let her go, and 
um, let her be and he needs to move on. It's the only, I, don't um, know, I don't know if I'm sold on that as well. Maybe if I watch it again, it, uh, I don't know. It just seemed like it, sold on why he just switched or because or, he, or, 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 in, in that moment. So he's, I, I he's, really like he, it. He wants to bring his wife back for him. Not yeah. for yeah, like, yeah. His daughter, his it's, daughter it's never cool. knew her mum, and he spent the whole film being like, "And I know, yeah, I, I want her back." And if you got to know is. her, she's amazing. And then yeah. he has that flashback, and for me, it was actually really effective. Where through the, it, it cut to bits that were shown in the film in flashbacks and in situ, mm. and at the time I didn't process it, and then it puts them all together, yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh wait, no, she, like she does have a mum, and. Yeah, yeah. one thing that they don't do where they were so in your face with it with Simon and no one says oh you you already had a mum yeah. like no one yeah. has to say that they do at least leave that unsaid oh, she, she, yeah she doesn't say that to uh, Holger or Olga or whatever her name is yeah. you're always Olga, the mum yeah. to me no I get that that's all fine I really like that I think what I was telling more of was the way the way she was just telling Pine to, to let go I don't know if I uh, I don't know if I can explain myself. I just I don't know if it's like Yeah, I just didn't buy the whole You wanted more of a... floor. Yeah, it was I guess it's the same thing I told I was talking about in the Spider-Man the uh, the Spider-Verse episode that's coming out where the dad just kind of gives a two-line inspirational speech. But I was waiting, I was wanting maybe like a four-line or something like I don't know, it just the whole <laughs> like the whole like yeah, the whole just like get over me. I just didn't buy that whole thing. Um yeah. But I, I got like oh, the whole was a more was a mum was the mum to her and and everything like that and that was really sweet. But yeah, it was just like okay, yeah. Okay. And then Holger um, gets resurrected. Um, she now is like, oh, why did you do that? And she's like, because you're our family, blah blah blah. And they're all like, oh, you're the mum, me. Yeah, and then they're all like, oh, cool. And then everyone lives happily ever after. Um, yeah. and then we get a scene where, um, the old Lord of Neverwinter declares them heroes of the realm <laughs> and Forge is sent to Edgin and Holger's old prison. And he tries to escape, I think in the, Same is way. there two scenes or is that in, that's in the remember. movie. Yeah. That's just, before oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 that's the, the, yeah. the close, the closing framing. <laughs> he tries to escape the same way that Holger and uh, Egin did, but they realize that they've put up the, they've bricked up the window. Which, which makes me think this wasn't uh, like a one time occurrence. Like a lot of people yeah. have used that same yeah. escape and they're like, God damn yeah. it. It's the 10th time this month. Come on, let's just brick it up. And then we get a after credit scene of, yeah, the, just the, um, the, the dead person asking hello is anyone is anyone around uh oh, and that's the end of the I... movie yeah now, i i've missed out quite a lot bit but you know it's because wikipedia doesn't do an in-depth plot uh and it moves and there's not much synopsis on wikipedia to like go through so i'm trying to remember because i saw it on friday um so yeah so that's it that's the movie now in that in those bits i've totally forgot to say yeah there's there's some really good creature effects like there's some uh a bit where they have to rescue a tabaxi child from a <laughs> fish's mouth and that's all again um 
fully creature, practical. Yeah, fully practical effects, which is really cool. Um, I really like, like, go on, go on, Drew. I, well, uh, and speaking of things that don't that don't really come up in a synopsis i think one of the one of the another great strength as well as the practical effects and i hope we go back to it is is just the the character world the interplay between the characters and the banter between the characters just that the moment to moment dialogue is so charming and fun and Mm. still believable but it's really really funny it's so funny Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on, uh, like that I've missed or that you wanted to bring up um, in terms of the whole movie? Or the no, the, a, illu- the thing is, the, the like, sorry to bring a downer on it. I was gonna say, without well, like, <laughs> I've, 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 I, I, I only saw it yesterday, and it talked about it not gonna be like the film of the year. Um, you just reading out half of that completely kind of forgot about until it brought up really? and I, until i brought yeah until you brought it up and then i had some memories and stuff like that but i like i left the cinema going i'm gonna forget this all by tomorrow not like nothing that it was just such. why did you give it bad. four because it was why really did... good it's still great <laughs> but like it's obviously not a five because it's not that memorable so but like <laughs> it's when when we started talking about it i can remember it but yeah, like yeah 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 i know i know what you mean like it it is a it is a tough thing for the film to have when there's so much high fantasy out there now, and there's yeah. like you know they're 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 up against Lord of the Rings, which is like you know this epic beast that has set the bar in terms of like um, in terms of fantasy movies, and you yeah. know you've got the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and all those things. So like to do a fantasy movie. Is they're already they're already gonna like be as at a disadvantage in terms of trying to make it unique, but I think they like talking about it and like you know going back over it. I think they did a really good job to try and make it stand out in terms. They they knew they couldn't go high fantasy because it would just I don't it wouldn't work. So they just went, you know what? Let's just have fun. Let's yeah. have fun making this movie. Let's have fun with the cast let's have fun in the dialogue and i think they did a really good job yeah um, they i think they've got they have an opportunity with any continuation of this franchise which again we'll we'll get to in a couple of minutes hmm. they they can where you've got game of thrones and house of the dragon and lord of the rings i can see them being maybe not in terms of levels of success but in terms of tone you've got them as the dc and then you've potentially got D as the marvel of, sure. of that, yeah. current current pop culture high fantasy of these, these are the serious ones that you kind of have to take more seriously and this is the fun one where you show up to have fun and you don't have to think too deeply about it yeah and that it, it felt it felt very marvel the tone yeah. felt very yeah, marvel sure, to me, yeah. but in a really good way. More comedy, like on the scale of Marvel comedy, it's Ant Man amounts yeah. of comedy. But to be honest, more comedy than an Ant Man film. Well, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I really think it worked. Um, also, shout out to the illusion again, a concentration spell 
where Simon's yeah, passing yeah, an, yeah, an illusion yeah. of Chris Pine singing a song to distract the guards. Oh and shit! Yeah. As his fa- as he as the illusion starts to break down yeah. and like his face like recedes into his chest. And it's, yeah. it's like I, horrifying. Like, ev- yeah. Everyone you know, in the cinema, yeah. the whole cinema, was screaming with laughter last yeah. night when I saw yeah. that. See, I, I that's a great bit, but I completely forgot about it until you brought up now. <laughs> That was odd. Hello. Yeah, that was really <laughs> weird. And, and Andy just, you know the sound effect when the liquid metal goes down Neo's throat <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. first yeah. Matrix? <laughs> and Andy just became that and everything stopped. Oh, fuck. It's like, oh, I'll be I'll... taken over by Smith. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Anyway, we're um, back. So, yeah, I think, like, we talked about most of the movie, like, and I think, like, they they did a really good job. And I think... You know, four is a deserving amount for this mm. movie. I think, like, um, it's not perfect, but then I don't think it needed to be. Um, and I would definitely watch this again. Yeah. I'd like to watch it with my oh, partner. Yeah. That'd be quite good. Like to just like introduce her into that world. You know, I would like. We'll talk about the future, and we'll talk about what we would like and if there is going to be a sequel, but you know, I would like them to explore more into the, um, into the lore a little bit more potentially. Um, so let's, let's talk about, is there any, any more points that anyone wants to raise before we talk about the future? No, I think that's, no, no. I don't, I don't. I'm trying to think of any more really funny jokes that stand out, but, um, yeah, there were, yeah. there were, there, it, it's mainly like the, like, the banter between them and Chris Pine giving these like offhand comments and stuff. And, um, they're really good. Um, so well done movie. Yeah. Well done. So in February of 2022, a spin-off television series was announced to be in development, uh, a part of a a multi-pronged approach for television projects. The show is described as the flagship and the cornerstone live action series of the multiple projects in development while the series will complement the film side of the franchise rawson marshall thurber is set to serve as creator writer executive producer and showrunner for the series in addition to directing the pilot episode various networks and streaming companies bid uh on the distribution rights and in january of 2023 it was announced that paramount plus gave the show a straight to series order and will consist of eight episodes with an entertainment one and paramount pictures serving as production companies so there you go there you go andy you've got your wish of it of it having a D um paramount movie uh paramount series um so in an, yeah in an interview with polygon in april 2023 um on the potential for a film sequel, Daily stated that it was never our intention when we came on board for this uh, film to make a franchise, as they always say. Goldstein commented <laughs> that um, 
they would most likely continue with the characters established in Honor Amongst Thieves if they return to the D&D world. And they, he said, um, the audience knows them and you can jump into the plot more quickly. And obviously, we have great affectation for, affection sorry, for both the actors and these roles that they play. But we want to introduce some new figures along the way as well. I think there was mention as well of making it stop motion as well potentially oh, no way um, which, but let's talk about you guys what do you think like so obviously there's not a plan there is a plan in terms of like to you know broaden D into obviously paramount plus now with a series an eight-part series which will hopefully be really cool what do you think about movie sequels do you think that it needs to have a sequel. What would you like to see from the sequel? Would it, let's go with Andy first. Uh, I would definitely like to see a sequel. It's definitely, um, if it starts a movie franchise and goes with a, a typical trilogy, then I'd be up for seeing all three based on just this one. I don't even think you need the cast of the original in the sequel. Um, you can class that as a sequel. A completely new cast, completely new story, completely not completely new... Um, uh location but same world but maybe new location so or everything that you learn from the first movie still applies yeah um so yeah i'll be i'll be up for definitely watching it um what it what the actual like story is i don't know yeah it'd be good if you, the the writers I, I mean like no offense to the people that did actually do this great movie gr really well written and directed but i i was thinking halfway through i was like oh how how I don't know how much better I guess you could say uh, this would have been if Lord and Miller was behind it, but um, mm. uh, the story-wise I don't know. Yeah, it'd be good if the writers went into lore and was like, right, that what's a great like story that we can break up into say two movies um, or more. I could say like if again if you if you had a, if you had a different cast each time, then there's no reason to stop at three. So I don't know. What do I you, would you would you prefer to see from like subsequent sequels to not specifically have an overriding thing to just have individual um adventures do you think with different actors and different things yeah i think maybe an overarching like legend of a bad guy basically like what thanos was in in phase one of of marvel so i mean uh, the... maybe we meet him at the end the, the big bad but you yeah, know i i think i'd be happy with that rather than mm. chris pine come back and have to force his character into another city, another two. Do you times. think that? Do you think that making Zaztan the sort of overarching villain of the like franchise would be good? Because that's who the obviously the overarching villain of this movie was. You know, she she Sophina was working for Zaztan to to purge Faerun of yeah. Because obviously Zaztan has has purged Fae of. Thay of like and made mm. everyone undead in Thay uh, or a, a section of Thay and his like ho overarching thing is to you know destroy the whole make all of Faerun undead do you think that could be potentially like the overarching thing and then have different stories and how these this Thay thing affects it do you think yeah I think it'd be yeah, basically what I'll be looking for rather than yeah yeah, rather than say bringing Pine back for two more reasons or anything like that, yeah. uh, or if we take one character, um, uh, what, what was what was the it girl called? The horn girl? 
Doric or something. Doric. Eric. If we if we followed her, if she if she was like now the lead, and then in the third one we followed someone in her. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And an overarching again, we don't need to we don't really need to maybe see or experience this big legend, but to know it's out there and and it's real, that'd be awesome. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, what about you? The for me with the Red Wizards showing up and again this is this is a deep cut um, well it's not actually that deep of a cut if you're into D, but if you're not you will have no idea the the red wizards of they are major players in a two campaign story arc which is when they're put together called the tyranny of dragons yeah and that's the the first campaign that's that's the campaign that theron my wizard my first ever D&D character continues to exist in, or, well, we finished Tyranny of Dragons and then they went to hell and they're trying to escape from hell and that's a whole other thing that I'm not going to go into. They've got these really massive... They've got these stories planned out. The Tyranny of Dragons is a fantastic, fantastic story and you get to play through it. You've set up the Red Wizards of Thay get just do tyranny of dragons the next two movies are mm. the cult of the dragon and the rise of tiamat yeah See, i don't, I don't know anything about that but dragons sound cool so yeah I'm into that. so I, I i don't want to spoil it i i mm. i i shan't say any more than that because if you're curious if you already play and you've not done tyranny of dragons it's a wicked campaign and if you've never played D, you might if you come to join a group you might play through it i don't want to spoil it but I I I'm kind of I think they should bring back the characters because the the great they've they've named them protectors heroes of the city and if something odd and they 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 say yeah. at the end they're all going to stay together as a party yeah and so if some bad stuff starts going down in Faerun who are you going to call mm. but I also think you've got you've got a link there with that story because I've played through it you've got a link there with um, him, yeah. Uh, well, and also, oh, and the Harpers. Um, yeah, the Harpers. Him being part of, used to be part of the Harpers, and then you can introduce NPCs that have been part of the Harpers and introduce it that way, which would be really a a cool thing. And then you literally got like enough, uh, probably three movies or two yeah. movies at least to at like least. set that up. Um, so yeah, for for me, the my my point is that they've they've got they they should just adapt the campaigns and maybe make some changes so that it doesn't spoil <laughs> because yeah. They, yeah they do obviously want people to play through them but but i that's what i, I don't think, think they should do i don't think that i think but you would you say that but you know last of us part one has oversold like and people yeah, have, yeah. have and that's exactly like the game but people want to play the game because they're like oh actually because and then it get like you know it sells more of their products yeah. i think i think you're onto that i think that i didn't think of that actually i was like in terms of what i think i would want either they have to yeah have an adventure like over overarching thing with Zaztam, um and they have to fight him again or they have to go to Thay or, or do something in terms of that, and he becomes the overall bad guy. Uh, or um, 
you go completely opposite way and then you have the second movie open with you're sitting around a table with the DMs and they and it pulls out and they're all like, oh my God, that was amazing. I can't believe that we, you just played that. As, and it's Chris, it's not Chris Pine, but it's like a kid playing Chris Pine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they could go that way and then it, I always, I always, I think that the Jumanji way of, of doing it has really worked and like they get sucked into the game. But obviously mm. you've seen that before in Jumanji. I don't know how they would do it, but I would like to see more of the, the real world and also the, the, the DMing world. Yeah. I know that it wouldn't work in terms of like fantasy because you're in being pulled out of it and it's not real then. So and mm. I get that like that may not work. If they could if they could make it work and it could like be cool, I think that would be a really cool way of doing it. Like have it, you know, them sitting around a table. Yeah. And like playing Mate, the game. I could see that work I could see that working as a TV show. Yeah. yeah Somehow yeah, like yeah. having it be a, a teen high school drama where you follow the lives of these kids in real life and they have their drama their comedy drama that happens there <clears throat> but then there's also a parallel storyline or something that happens within D&D that would be really fun yeah um, really difficult i don't know how the <laughs> you'd yeah, do yeah. that yeah i don't know if you could bring it into the movie well it's like with a tv show you'd just it'd be easy you'd just have the main character go through something in yeah, real life yeah, yeah. or go through something in the game that he's going through in real life or something and then has to overcome it at the end mm, i think i think doing it but i would well. i wouldn't mind but i I think I would prefer, like Drew, to have the same cast, uh, and you know, maybe with a couple. I don't more... mind. It's just like there's so this these this this universe was D and D. You can literally have anything, and now so far we've got a team with like three humans. No, I know, but then you like... introduce. Yeah, but that's not. Well, no, to say so, that you, you can introduce Simon's a half elf. Technically, Simon's not. Yeah, well, yeah. they all they all look human, basically. <laughs> I was looking for like at one point, I was like a dragonborn or something. I was like, oh, I want yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. on the fucking team the whole think... time, but. I think in the sequel, I would like more people added to the party. Like, yeah. you know, I can imagine that would happen. Yeah, classes. whether they stay or leave, that's fine with me. But yeah, because like I say, we've we've got to know these characters and we like them. But in terms of D and D, there's just so many different fucking like designs and stuff that we haven't even seen. I would love to see a rogue join the party and them have a conflict between them and Chris Pine. Like, you know, that sort of vibe of you know um thor and star lord chris pratt that's... yeah i was thinking but yeah like that sort of that battling against being the face of the party yeah, i would like yeah. there to be a little bit more internal like fighting but like bickering and stuff like they have done in the first one but like expand on that and then obviously i reckon you know have have one of the characters die i think It'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah. Because you need them to go through something that, you know, mm. that pulls them apart. Um, because that's what the glory of like fucking D D is. You're like, you know, it I I do a podcast in which we play D D or yeah, uh, offshoot offshoot of D D mm -hmm. is Pathfinder. But um the thing of like a character dying in it is such a is such an emotional moment, but in a fight you seeing that it and you think that oh fuck we're gonna die we're all gonna die this person's just <laughs> died and now that they're our tank and they've just died 
but it pulls you together closer as a group to then fight the fucking bad guy and go, you know what? No, we're not going to fucking die. Um, I'd like to see that in the sequel. I think that would be yeah. pretty cool. Agreed. Um, yeah. It'd be harder to, yeah, as <laughs> you pointed out already, Ross, but yeah, if you were going to like cut back to people playing the game, I guess you could try and make it a funny way if you have this big emotional death scene. And then even when you pull back out to the actual play, people playing the game, you either lose that uh, yeah. emotion completely or you use that and have like an over the top someone like eating crisp or something over the top and then you pull back out and you're yeah. like, dude, I'm trying to die here. You know, and yeah, you're yeah. Trying, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that Drew actually made me think, yeah, actually it's probably better as a as a as a TV show if they were gonna do that style. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, again, like in a sequel, I'd like to see more more cities explored. Like, you know, you've got the famous ones like Baldur's Gate. Um, you've got uh, what other ones? Bloody hell, um, Waterdeep. Yeah, Waterdeep. That's it. Thank you, Drew. Uh, I, yeah, like I'd like to see more of Faerun and more different, like more classes and maybe more races as well would be really sick to see um and yeah like like, more like leveling up style 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 battles where they're like we just have to get from point a to point b and we have three battles with three different creatures that there's you know and we learn (laughs) things maybe about ourselves but we all level up or something some more random encounters yeah and then maybe after this like the third one someone just goes oh my god i just suddenly know this water spell what the hell (laughs) i was i was hoping (laughs) i i was hoping there would be some sort of joke about leveling up that did never come i was waiting for like the uh do you remember how pokemon used to evolve in the game they used to like blow so i was like oh (laughs) so yeah i think I think we've we've come up with some good ideas there. So let yeah. us know, um, pictures. Um, Get in touch, Hasbro. Yeah, let <laughs> us know, pitch pals. What sequel you would like to see from this movie? Would you like to see Andy's completely new cast fighting a big bad, but not it like being an overarching thing? Would you like to see Drew's uh, sequel with the same cast, but using an adventure module from the actual? books that they've created or would you like to see uh a flat a cut of both them playing uh, the game and also being in the game as well uh let us know in on twitter let us know on facebook on you know comment on what our spoiler cast let us know yeah. what you think um i think we have come to the end of this adventure my friends ah, but we all made it we all survived we all so, survived. You know, we you all rolled twenties. You know what they should do with this movie for the future? They should turn it into a game. That's what they should. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's time to go to an inn, sit in front of a fire. <laughs> we need a long rest. <laughs> we need yeah. a long rest. We need to get our spells back to come back better than ever. Uh, for our next spoiler cast, wherever they, whatever that may be, who knows? Um, so let us know if you enjoyed it. If you would love to be a pitch pal, then head on down to our Patreon. Um, you can become a pitch pal uh, in the future, uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, wait, we don't have it anymore. And this is going to be released uh, straight away. Wait, what? No, we still got it. Yeah, we still we got just, it. We ju- we yeah. just paused payments for for a month. Shit, while now we you're work. gonna have 
Now you're going to have to fucking cut this out. No, I'm not. Uh, if that's right, though, if people go to Patreon and sign up now, do they technically, uh, is it free because payment's paused? No. Oh, okay. That is, that is not correct. I was going to say, so please <laughs> change that right now, then. <laughs> uh, shout about a sequel pitch to your friends. Talk In to everyone. Instance. Message us. Let us know how you feel. Join our Patreon. And we will be seeing you very, very soon for our relaunch of Sequel Pitch. And boy, oh boy, it's going to be a special episode. <laughs> We're recording it tomorrow. And oh boy, it's going to be great. So it's goodbye from Andy Henry. So long, fine travelers. <laughs> goodbye from Drew. Huzzah! And it's goodbye from me. Roll initiative, baby! Yeah. <laughs>